0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. In this episode, we talk about Do you eat your emotions? We'll take a seven question quiz to determine if you eat for emotional reasons. You'll come away with an understanding of the difference between true physical hunger and emotional hunger. And as always, you'll have a doable to become more in touch with emotional eating. Let's get started. This is the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast, and I'm Kim McLaughlin, your host. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, inspirational coach, speaker, and best-selling author. I help people feed their soul and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Today, we're talking about emotions and how emotions are tied into food. and I call this podcast, Do You Eat Your Emotions? I thought that was a pretty interesting play on words because we tend to eat our emotions when we're emotional eaters. And I think as you go through this podcast, you'll see what I'm talking about and you'll be able to see whether that fits for you. The starting spot to figure out if you're an emotional eater is to begin with a definition of what it means. I think emotional eating is using food to make yourself feel better. You're eating to satisfy emotional needs rather than satisfy physical hunger. You often feel worse than you did before you ate because you feel angry with yourself and you've really not addressed the true hunger with food. You've really addressed that emotional hunger with food. So we're not feeling satisfied physically and we're not feeling satisfied emotionally. When we look at emotional eating, I find people are really confused and don't know if it fits for them or they have some idea that they have this feeling and then there's this immediate need to eat. And I don't find them linked that way. I find that it's so much more subtle and it makes it harder to know whether you're an emotional eater. So I wanted to start out with a quiz. Am I an emotional eater quiz? And I'll actually have this quiz linked in the show notes so that you can go in and download them and really go through them to see if they fit for you. So here's the quiz. Do you eat more when you're stressed? Do you eat when you're not hungry or when you're full? Do you eat to soothe yourself when you feel sad, lonely, bored, anxious? Do you reward yourself with food? Do you regularly eat until you feel uncomfortably full? Do you feel like food is your friend? Do you feel powerless, overwhelmed, or out of control with food? I want to go through each of these questions individually so you can really know and begin to see whether these fit for you because you might not see them connected to you when maybe they are. So first, do you eat more when you're stressed? And this I think of is all kinds of emotions. Stress is really not an emotion in and of itself, but it's a, I think of it as a conglomeration of a lot of emotions. And stressed is when you're feeling overwrought, overloaded, overwhelmed, and you eat. That is often um, what I think of the time when that happens is in the middle of the day. I've told this story many times of when we're at work and somebody says, I'm stressed, let's go get something to eat. And there's clearly an association of feeling upset or overloaded and wanting to go eat. So that's one question. Do you eat more when you're stressed? Another question is, do you eat when you're not hungry or when you're full? This is the idea that you're really out of touch with your bodily sensations. And when we're coming from a place of physical hunger, we want to start noticing whether we're physically hungry as opposed to emotionally hungry. So do you eat when you're not hungry? That means you're eating when you're not in touch with your body. And I would say that that for the most part would be you're coming from some emotional reason why you're eating. And do you eat when you're full? That is also being out of touch with your body and eating for an emotional reason. I often have people tell me that they eat to overfull and they feel upset about that. And when you're full and you're eating, there's something else going on that's making you want to eat that food. Do you eat to soothe yourself when you feel sad, lonely, bored, or anxious? Well, those are a lot of feelings I find that lead people to overeat. And it might not be that you're feeling sad or upset at the moment and then you eat. But I find it happens just a little bit later. Possibly something happened earlier in the day and it's kind of like a trigger. And then later on, you're eating for no reason at all or you're eating and you don't understand why. I always think it's important to track back and look at, What was going on earlier? How was I feeling? And might I be hungry for emotional reasons? And what are those emotions that I'm hungry? What are the emotions that are making me feel hungry? Another question for you to ask yourself is, do you use food as a reward? That's interesting because I find that that can be connected to feeling happy. So uh, my reward is I've had, a really good week i've gotten done everything i wanted to do so i get a food reward i um completed a task and i get a food reward i'm happy because we won a championship so i get a food reward it's not uncommon to have more socially acceptable instances where we go out to celebrate and that might be a really different situation but It's where it's just, I deserve food because something's happened. I reward myself because something's happened. And it's really a subtle distinction whether you're using it for a celebration or as a food reward. I like the idea of moving off of food as a reward. And I talk about that with parents, with children, when they're giving children food rewards for getting certain grades or doing their tasks that we really move off of food as reward and give kids other type of incentives for them. Another question to know if you're an emotional eater is do you regularly eat until you feel uncomfortably full? Eating to overfull is not good and it can be a strategy that ends up Showing up in emotional eating, and we don't notice it often. What people say is, Well, the food was delicious, I loved it, I couldn't stop eating it. Well, how often does that happen? How often do you eat to that uncomfortably full feeling? And that's the time to start checking yourself because if you're eating food that really satisfies you, you're gonna feel full, satisfied, and be able to stop. It's really when we're eating for more emotional reasons that we tend to overeat and go beyond that comfortable, satisfying fullness. Another question is, do you feel like food is your friend? That is what a lot of people tell me is they eat because food feels like a friend. It feels like a comforter. Often this happens when we're feeling lonely and disconnected. And the food feels like a friend. If you're saying that about food, you're eating because of emotional reasons. Do you feel powerless, overwhelmed, or out of control around food? This happens a lot with people where it feels like there's no other option than to eat. And if you're feeling powerless, that's for an emotional reason. If you're feeling powerless and you overeat or you eat, that's because You're eating for an emotional reason. And what we want to do is we want to get back in touch with that physical reason of eating and really satisfy if you're feeling powerless, overwhelmed, or out of control. And then it shows up in eating and overeating. We want to then look at, well, why am I feeling powerless? Why am I feeling overwhelmed? Why am I feeling out of control? And what do I need to do about that? Because the food won't satisfy those feelings, it actually makes it worse. This list that I have for the emotional leader quiz, that once again you can get in the show notes, or you can go to feedyoursoulunlimited.com forward slash blog and look up my podcast, and you can see what um, this podcast number 14 and you can get the link to that emotional leader quiz. But this isn't a total list of questions, but these are some common questions that can help you look at your emotional eating behavior. When we look at emotional eating in response to emotions, I think we then have to backtrack and And think about what are the four types of hungers. We talked about that in episode five, the four hungers. And I'll just give you the basics of what they are right now. But please refer back to episode five because four hungers is a super important topic. The four hungers are, one is tummy hunger. And that's that physical hunger inside of your body that we really want to start looking for to tell us whether we're truly hungry or not. There is also emotional hunger, which I also call heart hunger, and those are those emotions that show up that make us want to overeat, which is what we're talking about today. The other type of hunger is mouth hunger, where we just have this taste in our mouth of something that just sounds good. That happens a lot when we're in a mall and they have those smells that they push through the mall to make us want to buy certain foods. And then there's head hunger and head hunger is when we can't stop thinking about food and it feels um, out of control. Those thoughts feel out of control in a way that makes us just think we have to overeat or we have to eat in order to stop our head from talking to us. When we're an emotional eater, we mistake emotional hunger for physical hunger And when I talk about that, I think we need to start talking about what is the difference between emotional and hunger and physical hunger, because as we start looking at the differences between the two, then we can start making different decisions or start noticing when that emotional hunger is showing up so that we can address the emotions behind the hunger rather than take it as a sign that we need to physically eat or that we need to eat for physical reasons. That's that's more of what I mean. So here are some ideas. Emotional hunger can be strong and it can feel overpowering. And it's easy to mistake emotional hunger for physical hunger. There are some clues that you can look for to tell you if it's physical hunger or if it's emotional hunger. So to know if it's physical hunger you can look back on the checklist. You know, that Emotional Eater quiz that I just talked about. Look back on that and see if any of those are going on for you. And if they are, I think you need to look at whether you're eating for emotional reasons. So go back to the quiz and see which of those questions fit for you. Physical hunger is totally different than emotional hunger. And I have different clues for myself, and those are what I can talk the best about is what are my physical clues. I really encourage you to start paying attention to those physical hungers and to notice for yourself what it might be. Mine, Some of them are, is my tummy grumbles. It makes that noise. Um, I'll have low energy or my moods start to dip. I just start to feel really low and down. And when I look At it more, it's generally because I'm hungry and need to eat something. If you want to really look at what or physical hunger is like, is look at kids, look at your kids, or remember when your kids were little, we as parents really start noticing how our children act when they're physically hungry. I know with my daughter, when she's physically hungry, she'll start having meltdowns, emotional meltdowns. she'll start being a little bit more snappy and she'll be a little bit more emotional. And so it looks like it's something that's emotional. But as I've noticed is as I've gotten in touch with what her signals are, it's really physical hunger. And once she eats, her emotions are fine and her attitude is fine. And so that physical hunger for her shows up in in different ways than it shows up for me, but I know I've had to pay attention to that so that I can help make sure that she gets food when she needs it. Another example or idea of emotional hunger versus physical hunger is emotional hunger strikes you suddenly. It's like, bam, here it is. I'm hungry. I have to eat right now. It seems to hit really quickly and it, It feels overwhelming and urgent. And any of you who are emotional eaters know exactly what I'm talking about, where it's just, it seems to come out of nowhere and you have to eat. Physical hunger, on the other hand, really comes on more gradually and there'll be that little tummy grumble. There'll be a little shakiness. It'll start, the tummy grumble will get bigger and bigger and it begins to be where there's low energy and it's really an urge or desire to eat, but not a a feeling of like, I have to right now. It's something that we have to start paying attention to because when it's physical hunger, we want to look at it and satisfy it. When it's emotional hunger and it comes on quickly, it means that there's something else going on that we really need to look at. Emotional hunger makes us crave specific foods. And I I really find that happens a lot with people is that they crave, when it's emotional hunger, they generally crave sweet foods, salty foods, fatty foods, or foods connected with some kind of memory, some sense memory in their past. And emotional hunger craves food that often our society terms as bad food. And I find that interesting is that there's this craving for sweet for ice cream or for salty would be um, maybe potato chips or something like that. And that those specific foods are just what we crave. And we think I've got to have those foods or I'm not going to feel satisfied. But when we're really coming from a place of physical hunger, we can generally be more in touch with our body and that intuitive place of knowing what sounds good and what sounds good for our body. And that then becomes a full range of foods. I find that when you're really coming from a place of physical hunger, it's not going to be for the sweet, salty, fatty or foods connected to our history because we're really looking inside and what does our body really crave in that intuitive way and what would satisfy our body and our body's needs to give us the fuel to do the things that we need to do. Emotional hunger generally turns into mindless eating. We've talked about this in other podcasts about mindlessness and how mindlessness is really being disconnected to your body. So when it's emotional hunger and you're mindlessly eating, you tend to eat to overfull. And before you even notice what you're doing, you've eaten everything that you have. It's really that unconscious eating. You might have had your agreement with yourself that you would just eat a little bit and not all of it. But really, when you end, you go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I ate the whole thing. I I hear people talk about that a lot. And that's part of my story, too, is where you have, let's say, a container of ice cream and you plan to just eat a little bit of it, but it's gone by the end of the evening and you really didn't even know what happened. And it felt so out of your control that you, Couldn't really stop it. And that is emotional eating. When you're eating for true physical hunger, you're mindful. You're mindful of your body. You feel empowered to eat the food that fits for you. You feel conscious and you feel totally connected to your body. You're mindful of it. Another way you want to look at what's the difference between emotional eating and physical eating is when you're eating from emotional hunger. You don't feel satisfied when you're full. You notice you're full, but you don't stop. This is when we say things like, it tastes so good, I don't want to stop. And you just keep it going because you can't satisfy that hunger because the hunger is actually emotional. The hunger is about something other than the food. When you're eating from true physical hunger, you don't want to eat to over full. Because you're feeling physically satisfied, the food is satisfying what your body needs and you can stop, you can't satisfy emotional hunger with food and I think that was a really profound understanding for me is that you can't satisfy emotional hunger with food, it just doesn't work and then what we have to do is find out well what am I supposed to do with the emotional component so I don't eat because of it. Next, emotional hunger isn't located in the stomach. It's it's located, it's a sense of overwhelm that you can't get the thought of eating out of your head. You feel compelled to eat no matter what your physical hunger might say. You might be full, but you can't talk yourself out of it. And if you feel compelled to eat that certain food, it doesn't make the feeling go away because you're not eating for physical hunger. Physical hunger, on the other hand, is that grumbly and the tumbly or that hunger pain. It's where you feel physical type of hunger. And it's totally different from that emotional hunger that's just not located in your stomach. Emotional hunger tends to lead you to feel regret, guilt, or shame. And these are the feelings that make you horrible, make you feel horrible about yourself. Regret is really when you eat and you go, dang, I didn't want to do that. I can't believe I did that. Guilt is that feeling of, I feel guilty that I ate it. I was supposed to leave it for everybody else. Now I need to hide what I've done. And shame is that sense that we're bad, that we are internally bad because we emotionally eat and because we overeat. And that's often the place I find that people with emotional eating tend to go to that feeling of shame that it's not that that behavior's bad, but I am bad and who I am is bad based on what I've done. This really goes with the idea that we've talked before in other podcasts about the restrict binge shame cycle. Restrict is when we're in the um, feeling that we have to or the sense that we have to control food. It's really that diet mentality of There's something wrong with me. I've eaten too much. I weigh too much. I shouldn't eat. And so we restrict the amount of food that we have. What happens for us is that then leads us to binge and to overeat. And that leaves us to feel shame and feel that who we are is bad. The only way then that we can manage that shame is we need to then restrict again. And then we start back up in that cycle. And that cycle is something that never gets you to that piece with food, which is what we're talking about. This is why this podcast is on. And I don't say all of this to make you feel uncomfortable or bad about yourself, but I really wanted to get deep into the definition so that you could have a starting spot to understand more about what emotional eating is. Really, when you eat for physical hunger, when you eat when you're physically hungry, you're unlikely to feel any of these feelings of regret, guilt or shame because you're simply just feeding your body. And when you eat for physical reasons, it's for the nutrition that you're that you're eating. When we eat for emotional reasons, we know Deep down inside, we know that we're not eating for nutrition and we're not eating for what our body really needs. And we feel upset about that. Hi, everyone. This is Kim and my book is out. Feed Your Soul, Nourish Your Life, A Six Step System to Peace with Food is live. I recommend you get it. It has all my six components of feeding your soul as well as my own story. Pick it up now. You can find it on my website at FeedYourSoulUnlimited.com. Thanks. In talking about all of this subject connected to physical hunger and emotional hunger, I want you to feel empowered and I want you to feel like you've got something you can do. And what I always think the best way to do that is to start getting into action We can talk about what emotional eating is and we can kind of talk about it intellectually. But until we start doing something differently, then there's going to be no change and you're going to continue to be upset with yourself. The doable for this week is I want you to take the quiz that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. You can either write down some of the questions and write down the ones that fit for you or you can go to the the quiz that's going to be in the show notes and and take the quiz yourself as you read it. I want you to think about which of these questions fit for you and which one is really the one that really strikes you as being important to you. And I want you to identify that question that comes from that emotional eater quiz and think about how is this type of eating affecting you. And how is it showing up for you? I really suggest that you journal on that one question and really think about what is this power that your emotions have over you. As you start to do that, we'll talk in future podcasts about what you can do differently with the emotions. And I have a whole set of plans of what we can do. So please know that there's going to be lots to do around this. And I want you to feel empowered, but we got to first get to the definitions of emotional eating and really have you see what pieces of emotional eating fit for you. So this is all great things we're going to talk about in the future. I look forward to you taking the quiz and for you to coming back next week as we have more information on our podcast, Feed Your Soul with Kim. Have a great week and I'll talk to you later, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. We come to you every Monday with fresh new ideas to help you end emotional eating and put food in its proper place as nourishment. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and review it and let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us.